Hello. So glad you joined us for Present Truth Presented. This is season two, crossing over into a new era of expectancy. We're on week six, and we have been looking at marks or signs that point to and reveal that we have entered into this new season of time in the earth realm. We are on uh, episode 39 entitled Angels Minister to the Heirs of Salvation. We are living in exciting times. God is about to show up on the scene in, in, in incredible, miraculous ways throughout the earth realm. We are in a time of breakthrough, turnaround, and restoration. The greatest outpouring of Holy Spirit is yet to be seen. We are living in those days, great days, wondrous days, when God is going to do miraculous works. We saw yesterday that our last probably year and a half or two years for some of us had seemed like a wilderness or a desert time, a barren time. That time, that wilderness season prepares us to enter into the good land in this new era, clothed in God's presence and power. Reigning with Christ comes after testing. Today, we are going to take a glimpse at the work of angels. Angels attend us in deliverance, in turnaround, provide protection, they lead us. They also visit us through dreams and visions, provide direction, bring answers to our prayers. Angels bring God's judgment, battle the enemy, release prophetic words, enlighten and reveal. Angels strengthen us. All throughout the scripture, there are hundreds of incidents where angels assisted God's people. Mark number 12 is angels minister to the heirs of salvation. We see in Matthew 4 that the angels came and ministered to Jesus after he had spent 40 days in the wilderness being tempted by the devil. So we've just come out of a wilderness. We can expect the angels to minister to us as well. The word minister in this passage of scripture means to be an attendant. That is to wait upon as a host or friend would. The word means to be served, to be ministered unto. Hebrews 1.14 tells us that not only are angels sent to minister to Jesus while he was on earth, angels are sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. Hebrews 1.14 Are not the angels all ministering spirits or servants sent out in the service of God for the assistance 
of those who are to inherit salvation. So if you have been born again, you are in the kingdom of God, you have Jesus in your heart, he is your savior, the angels have been given to assist you, to help you, to wait upon you and the things that you have need of. Angels then are attendants with tasks that the Godhead has assigned to them. They are called to wait on us, that is, the heirs of God and the joint heirs with Christ. They are called to serve God's people. We see in Psalms 37, verses 7 and 8, that angels bring deliverance to us. It says, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Do you need deliverance? Do you need divine protection? Angels are at the ready to help you. Angels also assist in harvest. And we see that in Matthew 13 verses 36 through 43. We're just going to read a couple of those verses. Verse 39b says, The harvest is at the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Verse 41 says, The Son of Man will send forth his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all stumbling blocks and those who commit lawlessness. If there's a stumbling block in your life, angels are meant to remove them. If there is a stumbling block in your region for the gospel to go forth and the harvest to be uh, reaped, angels are meant to remove the stumbling blocks so that harvest can come in our personal lives and in our regions. Angels assist in turnaround. We're going to look at the story of Balaam and Joseph. We see Balaam in Numbers 22. Now, Balaam was asked by a king to curse Israel because they were mighty and the king did not want to go up against them in battle. So he asked Balaam, because Balaam was a prophet, hey, would you curse Israel for me? Well, Balaam knew that he could not curse God's people. So he said no. But the king was persistent, and the king was willing to offer Balaam money and prestige. So Balaam really wanted to be able to help the king out, but without cursing the Israelites. So it says in verse 21 of Numbers 22, Balaam arose in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the leaders of Moab. Verse 22 says, God was angry because he was going and that he sent an angel of the Lord to take his stand in the way as an adversary against Balaam. So beware, angels can become our adversaries if we are disobedient to the word of the Lord. Verse 33 goes on, but the donkey, I love this, saw me and turned aside from these, from me three times. If, this is the angel talking, the donkey had not turned aside from me, 
I would have surely killed you just now and let the donkey live. <laughs> the donkey's eyes were open to see the angel in the path. What the angel was sit there to do was to tell Balaam, brother, you're going in the wrong direction. You need to turn around or you're going to face the consequences. And we see in, in Matthew 1 and Matthew 2 that Joseph was visited by an angel as well. Now, we, we've seen this last week that Mary was visited by an angel and she was told that you're going to conceive and you're going to bear a son. He's going to be the son of God and he's going to save the world from their sin. Well, Mary was not married to Joseph yet. They were betrothed, it says in the scriptures. So in this passage in Matthew 1, Joseph is trying to figure out how to disengage himself from Mary in a nice, polite way so that she will not be dishonored because he does not want to marry her now that she's with child. But the angel of the Lord in a dream comes to Joseph and says, take Mary as your wife. Joseph did a complete 180. He was going to disengage from Mary, break his engagement, and the angel said, no, don't do that. Marry her instead. Then in chapter 2, an angel visits Joseph again. And this time, they had gotten married. They had given birth to Jesus. Mary had. And they were, you know, in their home. Well, after the birth of Jesus, what happened? Herod was very upset, and he decided he was going to have all the children, ages two and under, killed because he did not want Yeshua to be raised and become what he thought would be the king of Israel. So, in a dream, the angel comes to Joseph and says, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt. There again, they were in their hometown. They had no intention to go into another land to live and, and raise Jesus for any length of time. But the angel knew the danger, and he told Joseph in a dream, Joseph, get up right now, leave this home, and go to another land until I tell you it's safe to come back. Just as we see the angel giving instructions to Balaam and Joseph for a turnaround in their life, the angels will do the same for us. Turnaround means a complete reversal of a situation or set of circumstances. In both of these situations, we see this is what happened. A complete reversal of the situation or the set of circumstances they found themselves in. What the enemy means for our harm, for our destruction, can be turned around for our good if we will heed the voice of the Lord when he brings his angelic host to us to bring us direction. They want to help turn around the situations in our lives. Angels also attend the saints in prayer. 
Genesis 18 says, Abraham's intercession released angels to bring answers. When you pray, when you intercede, when you proclaim and decree, you need to believe and understand that your words are releasing angels to go forth and bring the answers. Angels are also said to go before us to lead us into the land that God is taking us to. That's in Exodus 23, 23. God said to Moses, For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land. Angels in Daniel 8, 16 tell us that they will bring enlightenment or understanding to us. Daniel in Daniel 8 says that, uh, that the voice of Gabriel came to him and said, uh, Make this man understand the vision. So Daniel had received vision, and he did not understand it. He prayed, he sought God, and God said to Gabriel, I want you to go down to earth, and I want you to give the understanding, enlightenment to Daniel for the vision, because it's important for him to know, because he's going to use it to bring about change in the nation. The next thing we see is that angels bring revelation. They reveal things. We see that in Daniel 8, 15, 17 through 19. Angels give revelation and enlightenment to heirs. They reveal what's to come or how to accomplish certain things. We see in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the angels said, go to this street, go to this house, do this thing, go here, go there. Angels will give instructions and angels will give revelation to things that we need to know. Psalms 130 verse 20 says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. How does the word of the Lord get released today? It gets released by his servants, the servants of the Most High God, us. So as we release God's word through prayer, through proclamation, through prophecy, through preaching, through uh, decrees, the angels take that word and go forth to bring the answers. Angels also are assigned to churches and regions, and we see that in Revelations. Okay, Revelations 1.20 says, Revelation 1.20 says, the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand are the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. So every church has a lampstand, and every church and region has angels assigned to them. If you are a minister, you can be assured that God has assigned angels to help you in the ministry. If you are an intercessor or a prophet in your region contending for revival and breakthrough, know that angels have been assigned to that region to help you in extending the kingdom of God and reaping a great harvest for Yeshua, our Lord. Angels also fight in combat. And we see that throughout the scriptures, but two specific scriptures are Daniel 10 
and Revelations 12. In Daniel 10, verse 12, it says, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words, because of Daniel's prayers. But the prince of the king of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, another archangel of the, of the Lord, came to help me, for I had been left alone with the kings of Persia. In other words, the principalities over that region were combating Gabriel from getting down to earth to give Daniel the answer to his prayer and reveal the mystery. Revelation 12, verses 7 through 10, revealed to us that war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his demons fought, but they did not prevail. There has been, there still is, fighting going on, a war between the angels of God and the demons of Satan and the dragon. Guess what? We win. Because 2 Kings 6, 16-7 tells us, Do not fear. Angels are with you. Verse 16 of 2 Kings 6. So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man who was Elisha's servant, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. The angelic host were all around Elijah's camp. Beloved, the angels are with us, and there are more of them than there are the demonic host that tried to stop us. In these days, and at this time, the Spirit of the Lord is saying, As I was with my children in the Bible, I am with you. I have assigned the angels to attend you, to protect and keep you. One of their tasks is to turn the ugly things in your life to beautiful. They abide with you, touching areas of your life that seem to be hopeless into areas of fruitfulness. My angelic host are not tiny baby cherubs, but strong, mighty deliverers sent to aid you in fulfilling your destiny. It's time for your turnaround. Behold, I can make all things new. I am well able to turn around your family, your job, health, relationships, and finances. Where, where there has been death, life can spring forth. As you believe and decree, I can and will change the destructive situations in your life for good. I am the God of the impossible. My eye is upon you, and I am ready to move on your behalf. Angels serve my heirs. Utilize them. They are at the ready, waiting for you to acknowledge their presence and release them through your prayers and decrees. They enlighten and reveal veiled things and go before you to prepare your destined place. 
the angelic host is one source that may the angelic host is one resource the lord is saying that my people are not using enough ask of me and i will reveal to you how to utilize them more to extend my kingdom throughout the earth the lord is also saying there are more angels with you than there are demonic spirits against you as i said in second kings do not fear them for i am with you angels are waiting to hear your voice release them to act on your behalf the angels waged war with lucifer and his angels so you could possess the kingdom the enemy seeks to still speak pompous words against my people to wear them down and try to take them out but you have already been given the victory release the angels to fight for you and you will see that dragon and his demons defeated my son paid the price and won the victory now partner with the spirit and with the angelic host to enforce his victory here on earth says the spirit of god i bless you with angels of breakthrough and turnaround i bless your eyes to see the angelic host all around you angels are at the ready to serve you release them by using the spoken word of god decree this over yourself angels assist me on the path of life i utilize them with my decrees for breakthrough restoration and turnaround for my life family church city and nation amen release the angels to work on your behalf this day sila thank you for listening sharing and giving us feedback until tomorrow this is sharon webster